1: It's time for Tuesday Terror here on the Mutual Audio Network. Be sure to leave the lights on while you listen.
2: The following audio drama is rated R and is recommended restricted for anyone under the age of 17.
3: Rusty Quill Presents story of survival. Chapter 15, Desperate Times, Part 2 of 3, written by Casey Whelan.
1: what medicine we get in him, we don't know the dosage, or how to apply it, or even what to apply. What he has told us in his consciousness has been enough to sustain him, but only that. We need to find somebody who knows what they're doing. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Thank you. I appreciate that, Michael. As do I. Now, about today's schedule. We need to find someone who knows what
4: they're doing. Okay, we've established that. Now, moving... I volunteer. For what? To find someone, or something, whatever it is we need.
1: Well, good. When we think of something, I'll consider you for the job. I will, too. Wonderful. It pleases me to punch to hear that. Now, if we could just... And we'll leave right away. Okay. (laughs) Now, hold on. We haven't arranged this yet. We need time to find the right people and resources.
4: we already volunteered. Who else do we need? And we need to leave right away, otherwise it might be too late.
1: It may already be. Now, before you go jumping in, Michael, our people are spread thin as it is. There's not a lot of water or food.
2: We'll find our own along the way. It'll be two less mouths you have to feed. Besides, you won't let Michael sit on guard duty anymore, so you'll only be losing me. And me.
1: Pegs? Three of you now. Nah, I can't let this fly. Let us find the right time. Now isn't it. Yes, we need to find the medical help. But let me make sure we do it right. Anyone else want to go with us?
2: That's how it's going to be, huh?
1: You know the rules, as they do. You can't go without permission. Then give it to us already. What, What have you got to lose? Broken arm,
4: can't cook or shoot, and want to push you out a window. What more do you have to lose? Look,
1: none of you are suited for this sort of thing anyway. I mean, no disrespect, but you're the last three I would expect to survive out there right now. Not only that, but what happens if we get attacked? What if we're not here when you get back? Alright, you need someone to scout south.
4: Maybe that's where we can check first. Two birds, one stone, and you can even call it your idea.
1: No. Michael, I can't. Maybe in a few days. We need to find help.
4: Saul <sighs> Saul's not the only one who needs it.
1: What? Who else near needs help? I do.
2: Michael pulled his bandages down to show his withered and bruised arm below. You could clearly see where it had been broken, and then the area surrounding it was dark skin.
1: Michael, how long has it been like that?
4: Look, there could be one of a hundred things wrong, and not even Saul would be able to set this now.
1: If it's a matter of two now, I guess we could. But we don't know where to go. There might not be anyone out there, at least that could help us. You're not going to force one of us to go out there with them, are you? Well?
2: We don't need to force anyone. We have three people.
1: Come on, really?
2: What are you implying?
1: Hey, why don't we make it volunteer? Is there anyone here who would like to go with them? If we gave permission, that is. You don't need to do that. You don't want the opportunity with more people to come with you?
4: If anyone else wants to, they know where to find us. I understand if you don't, and I won't hold it against you. Come on.
3: Right behind you.
2: pack light? Only two changes of clothes and a couple of toiletries. That's it. That just leaves one thing before we go. Yeah, what's that? Why the hell are you coming? Is it because of Michael? Because if that's your only motivation, then that's not good enough for me. No! it, It is not because of that at all. I volunteered before I even knew he needed help. But honestly, I should be asking you the same thing. Oh, please. I've been by Saul's side since he's been hurt. I'm in this for him. And that's it? Yep. Yeah. Right.
5: You got keys, sleeping bags, first aid kit, rifle, ammo, and your silenced pistol is cleaned and ready to go.
6: Here, I snuck out a few water bottles for you. Don't tell anyone.
5: Thanks, guys. You might just find a few extra rounds in there, too. Ah, gotcha.
6: I so wish I could go with you. You know I do. It's just that with you guys gone, I'll be the only one here who will look after Saul.
5: Hey, I'll be here.
6: Like I said, I will be the only one here who will look after him.
4: And we need you here to do that. Otherwise, why would we even risk this?
2: Our stuff's in the back. Who's driving?
4: Kelly, catch.
2: I can drive if you want.
4: Oh, we'll be switching out later. Shotgun.
5: It's funny, you know, riding shotguns since, you know, you have your gun and since the original saying came from the stage...
6: You know the best way out of here, right, Kelly? You have to go west a bit to get around the pileups.
4: I
2: know where I'm going. I've been that way twice already this week.
4: And we have maps for the rest of the way. CB's charging in the front seat in case we need to get hold of.
6: Okay, good luck, and thank you. I'll see you when you get back.
5: Yeah, see you guys. Hey! Get back here, you big baby. You know I'd go. I just Hey,
4: I need you here. I trust you'll look out for everyone while we're away. Shit hits the fan, I think you'll take command. You really think so? No. <laughs> Thanks. I know so.
5: And people keep thinking that I want to leave Saul, but Michael, everything was hey, hey, burning hey, hey, hey. and it I wasn't. Know.
4: I don't blame you for that. But they
5: do. Give it time, it'll blow over. You sure? I mean I feel bad enough as it is. I'm
4: sure they know it, too.
2: No, we don't.
5: All right. Load up. Wait, Michael. One more thing. What? Odd numbers. In the field, isn't that like your bad luck? Eh, in this case, I'll make an exception. Then I guess, you know, the way I figured. They're only half a man, so it evens out, right? Hey! Hey! Just kidding.
2: We outnumber him, you know.
5: Not according to my system. But hey, I mean, I I forget. He only has one arm, so he's basically half a person anyway. So everybody's in trouble. (laughs) I'm going to get the gate.
4: I'm assuming you know how to handle this area. I got you covered. And I you.
2: You know, I can do this.
4: I hope so. Was that you back there?
2: Maybe. And you know how to use it? Obviously. I wouldn't have volunteered if I wasn't prepared.
4: Okay, let's do this.
0: Thankful for you staying, you know that, right?
6: I know. I just feel like if I was out there, I'd find something that they might overlook. Some some way to fix.
0: You, you're doing more than you know, just sitting there.
6: Bert still won't give me the key.
0: It doesn't matter. Damn it! You mind? The the water.
6: Oh no no here here I got it. Oh my God, Saul, you're burning up.
0: Yeah. It comes, it goes. Uh, I'll beat this. Don't you worry about me. It takes a lot more than that to keep me down. You should know that.
6: Or you're just incredibly lucky. Ah! Ow. What? What? What is it?
0: Ugh, just what? some sharp pains in the shoulder again. Jeez. They dug in there deep.
6: Whew, who
0: knows what they did. I just hope it heals right, ah, ah.
6: Oh, it's you.
5: Hey, heard you were awake. Brought you something up from the kitchen. (laughs) Hey, thanks buddy. And that's that's double the soup than what everyone else gets. You should thank Riley for that. Babe,
0: why don't you take some first?
6: No, 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 you need it more than I do.
0: Now, come on. I like my girls healthy. Seriously, you need to start eating. If you want, Lizzie, you and Saul can split my share.
6: You've done enough. Thank you.
0: Oh, come on now. Give the guy a break. He's just trying to be nice.
6: I am not going to forget what you did, what you didn't do.
5: Does he know?
0: Yeah. <laughs> but I'd have left you too. I mean, had the situation been reversed, I understand at least.
5: Thanks. <laughs> I think.
0: Here, Saul, careful. It's... it's hot. Seriously, is this shit? <clears throat> I thought you guys said this was a lot. What have you guys been doing out there?
5: You don't even know. I mean, the rats are the size of cats out there, and, and the dogs are now practically horses. I mean, they got a zombie cavalry. It's...
0: it's insane. So they got no ideas?
6: It's not about ideas, it's about what's available. I was on food detail the other day, and what hasn't spoiled has been chewed through by rats and bugs. We're left with the few canned things that we can find.
5: I mean, all kidding aside, it sucks out there. We're two steps from the point of having to raid the maulers for food. I think Bert actually considered that option, one of the reasons he didn't want to let Michael go.
0: Alright, so they raided all the shops in the area. And you guys are getting what you can from where? Where's all this canned stuff coming from?
5: Residential, mostly. I mean, it's more dangerous and it takes longer, but it's our only option now. All the other places we could think of were empty. I mean, the bigger problem is water. I mean, the water pumping plant, it's, it's just, it's a mess. And, and we don't expect it to rain anytime soon. Bert and Kalani are looking into options for ground wells, but they're not anywhere near here. I mean, you know what? I'll tell you what. We have probably about three days left... Hey, lap-
6: hey, hey. Okay, now. He doesn't need to hear this right now. You just need to focus on getting better.
0: Uh, don't brush me aside like that. <clears throat> I've been laying here for a long time. You don't think i jump at the chance to help? Well, come on.
6: I just want you to get better. And
0: I just want you to cut me some slack. There is one. It's It's... Not too far that I could think of. What is? Ground Wells. There's one out at Fort Irwin.
5: That's a very long drive. And
0: and how do you even know they have water? You trained there with us this last year, didn't
5: you? No, that was before me. But it's it's like four hours away, and, and again, how, how do you know they have anything?
0: I don't, but it's a good chance they still do. I mean, the base is so remote, they need to supply their own power and water. It's not the best place, but... It's an option if you can make it out there. Okay, so power
5: and water, but it's out in the middle of BFE. There's no option for food there either. I mean, it's all brought in, right? And, and the Post didn't have that many people living there.
0: Ah, damn, you're right. The PX is really small. Not enough for all of us. I suppose Blythe isn't too far from there. A bit of a trek into town, though.
6: Well, but how many soldiers went with you on the exercise? You all had to eat. You were out there for a while, weren't you?
5: Yeah, but like you said, they'd bring out food. I mean, I assume they'd bring you a hot meal from the d and if they didn't bring out one of those, they'd probably give you, oh, my God, an MRE.
6: MREs.
0: How could we not have thought of that? They must have pallets of them out there with all the troops they'd have to support. That definitely would last them.
6: What, hold on, what is that?
0: They're
5: meals ready to eat, military rations. They're vacuum sealed so they last forever and rats can't smell the food inside so they won't chew through the plastic. A person could live on one a day.
0: And there's probably enough of them to last all of us for a very long time.
6: Wait, but we'd we'd have to drive out there to get them.
0: That is a long way to go.
5: And the roads are seriously blocked between here and there, but it's something, right?
0: Eight hours there? And back without traffic, I'd hate to break down in the middle, too. That's a long stretch of nothingness.
6: What about your base? You know, the one that you had here in L.A.? Would there be any there?
0: Hey. Yeah, and I doubt the mallers would have gone to a military base looking for food. I mean, if they even knew what they were looking for. It's normally in the warehouse. Yeah, this is great! Oh, I'm, I'm gonna go tell Bert. Hey, hey, it's an idea. Don't go getting all excited. There might not be any there. Hey, dude, it's too
5: late. All right, let's go. <coughs>
0: See, I still got it.
6: <coughs> With a little help, maybe. Oh. What's wrong?
0: Uh, maybe I overdid it a
6: bit. Okay, okay, just lay back down. I'll I'll go find out what they're gonna do and I'll let you know. Okay? You just get some rest. You want me to put on a DVD or something?
0: No, I'm good.
6: All right. Good night.
0: Hey. We make a good team.
6: Hmm. We do.
2: It took us several hours to get just a few miles in the direction of where they heard the signal. We left the tower sometime early afternoon, and it was already starting to get dark. Kelly was still driving as Michael and I watched for anything out of the windows.
4: Alright, Pegs, we need to start looking for some place for the night. Keep your eyes peeled. Kelly, you just focus on not getting us stuck.
2: That was only like twice. It's not easy out
4: here. I'm not blaming you.
2: If we head a ways that way, we'll head into a little residential area. Would that work? Maybe find one that is two stories? Stay on the second floor?
4: Something like that might work. We need to find some food as it is, but then again... There's a lot of places to hide in there.
2: There! There's three of them. Look.
4: Right. Turn right, Kelly. Already doing it. Don't risk it. Just keep going further.
2: I don't think they saw us. We continue on this road much further and we're going to end up in the ocean.
4: Well, then we look for a beach house.
2: After searching for half an hour, Michael finally found the perfect place, as he called it. From the front, it didn't look like a very big house, but when we got close, I could see how deep it went. The house was built against a cliff. It wasn't one story like I'd thought, but the first floor was actually the top, and each floor below went further down the cliffside. The last and bottom floor opened up onto the beach. We drove up the driveway as the sky glowed a dark blue. The sun had already set 20 minutes ago, and it was starting to get dark. Wow, this is nice. I've never been to a house like this before.
4: Hey, 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 keep it down. At least till we get inside. Stay behind me, here. Kelly, you take the rifle. Pegs, I'll need the pistol.
2: But what do I?
4: We only got two. This isn't the time. You can grab my bag.
2: Gee, thanks.
4: There's a stun gun inside it. It's better than nothing. Remember, let me fire. This won't be as loud.
2: Then you go first. unlocked. What does that mean?
4: It means someone might be home.
3: Join us again Monday for the next episode of We're Alive. And now a word from our sponsors. Starring Jim Gleason, Shane Salk, Elisa Elliott, Claire Doden, Jay Oligario, Blair Bihauer, Scott Marvin, Tammy Klein, Michael Ray Clark, and Kevin Flood, I'm Michael Swan. We're Alive was written and directed by K.C. Whalen. This is Jack Ward from the Mutual Audio Network and from all of us here, the
0: entire United Artists of Audio, I want to thank everyone who has supported us. Listeners and producers, writers and actors, musicians and graphic artists who make audio drama and audio fiction. You inspire us all. And thanks for making a home here on Mutual, where we listen and imagine together.